no man knows the day or hour Jesus Christ will return. But we do know the seasons. As the wickedness on this earth increases and as the churches of the apostasy increase, we know that the coming of Jesus is soon. The churches of the apostasy are churches that cast aside certain scriptures in order to set up doctrines which approve sin in the congregation. And they are flourishing. We are made wise unto salvation by the Holy Scripture, the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We're doing a series right now on our podcast on the subject of wisdom, wisdom from God, reading through the Proverbs of Solomon, which were great wisdom and are great wisdom for us today as well as then. I have already made three or four changes in my own life as a result of reading these Proverbs because they are like a light that shines on our path and shows us we are going in a way which is not the best way for us to go. We're watching TV shows, for example, that we shouldn't be watching. And when it gets strong enough that you see that, you will withdraw from those TV shows. I've seen several changes in my own life just as a result of the few episodes that we have covered to date on the Proverbs. All doctrine, the Word of God, the Scriptures, are profitable for examining our doctrine, for reproof in the way we're going, either yes, this is a good way, or no, it's not the best way, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Jesus is the Word, and the Word is Jesus. If you cast out of Scripture, you're casting out Jesus himself. John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. Now, why didn't they just say Jesus? Because it was the Word who was with God. Jesus didn't come in the flesh of man until later. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, 
verse 1. Now John chapter 1, verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. God spoke, it was done. The word was the creator. John chapter 1 verse 4. In him the word was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of the will of God. We're born again because it is God's will that we be born again, and he spoke to us and caused us to be born again. Verse 14, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now the Old Testament contains the law of Moses, which the people went by until the birth of Jesus, the sacrifice of animals for sin. With the resurrection of Jesus came the New Covenant and the New Testament, which replaced the law of Moses. So we don't live by the law of Moses, but we do live by the law of God. People make that mistake all the time. When I share a scripture with them from the New Testament Bible, they say, oh, well, we don't live by the law anymore. They have it so mixed up. We live by the law of God presented in the New Testament Bible. We don't live by the sacrifice of animals, the law of Moses. The blood of Jesus replaced that. But we still live by the law of God, as set forth in the New Testament Bible. There are many verses of Scripture in the Old Testament which are promises of God and are valid for us today. For example, Isaiah 54:17 is a promise of God. No weapon formed against thee will prosper, and every tongue that would rise against thee thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now that scripture is just as valid today as it was in the Old Testament church, in the synagogues. 
that scripture is very important. No weapon formed against us will prosper. I had a man file a million-dollar lawsuit against me at the time I owned my business in Dallas in the 1970s. I had just become a Christian. At first, when the papers were served against me, I just thought this is the silliest thing that I had ever seen. I didn't even know this man. I took the papers and just threw them off onto a shelf in my office. And then a few days later, I thought, well, if I don't respond in some way to these papers, then he could get a judgment against me and manage to take all my merchandise. I didn't have any money to speak of. And I didn't have any property except the merchandise in the shop. He could put me out of business. So I called a lawyer, hired a lawyer. A few days later, a bill came from the lawyer, and I paid it. A few days later, another bill came, and I paid it. Pretty soon, I saw that if I continued with the lawyer, I would be in debt. And God had shown me to get out of debt. And I had gotten out of debt. So I didn't know what to do. I prayed and I said, what do you want me to do? And I was reminded of that scripture in Isaiah. No weapon formed against thee will prosper. And every tongue that would rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And I began to think about that. I thought, well, I'm a Christian now, so I'm a servant of the Lord. This scripture would pertain to me. And if this weapon cannot prosper, and if I can speak, and they won't be able to overturn what I speak, why am I hiring a lawyer? So I called and dismissed the lawyer, told him that I was going to go to court without any lawyer and represent myself. He said, oh, Joan, you can't do this. These courts are so evil today. You just can't do this. I said, Gordon, I am a Christian. Either the Bible pertains to me and the promises of God pertain to me, or they don't. If the Bible is just about God and sort of a history book, I don't want anything to do with it. But if the Bible is truly the word of God, it will have power. And those promises of God will happen in our lives when we believe. And this is a good time to test the Bible. So I proceeded to go to court without any human legal counsel based on that one verse of Scripture. No weapon formed against me would prosper. An Old Testament Scripture but I'm a servant of the Lord. So it's as true today as it was then. God gave me 14 scriptures to strengthen me along the way. I recorded them on a cassette tape. At night when I went to bed, I played the cassette tape. When I woke up in the night, I would turn the tape over and play the other side, play the tape again keeping that word of God 
going in me constantly to strengthen me. I was a brand new Christian at the time. Only a few weeks had I been born again. Six days before we were to go to court, I got a phone call from this man who was suing us from his attorney. He said, I'm calling you because you don't have a lawyer. I need to tell you that my client dropped all charges and there won't be a court case. And I said, well, did he drop all charges against everyone? Because he was suing several people in Dallas and Fort Worth in the Indian arts business, saying that we were trying to keep him from doing business in Dallas. His lawyer said he cut everybody loose. And the lawyer said, now, we tried to get him not to sue you. He didn't have any grounds to sue you. But he was like a madman. He wouldn't listen to us. No weapon formed against you will prosper. So you see how the Old Testament is as valid today on things like that as the New Testament. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Over and over I have called on God to restore my soul. Psalm 51.10 Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. When I brush against the people of the world and they present a concept that's contrary to what I know from the Word of God, I'm always a little concerned about my heart being affected by them. So I pray what David prayed. Create in me a clean heart, O God. I'm not able to see if my heart's clean. I think it is. But when I come across somebody in the world who's presented something contrary to the Bible, stuff can rub off on you, and I know it can. And I don't want the influence of them. For they can influence you by their words. You think they're not, but if you don't deal with that strongly, spiritually, it can be like a seed that goes down in your heart and rises up to choke the Word of God to death. You might like to read Mark chapter 4 on the sower sows the seed. It explains those scriptures. So I pray Psalm 51.10 frequently, asking God to clean up my heart and to renew the right spirit within me. If you're ever in an argument with somebody or have a little a spat, or if they offend you, get your own heart cleaned up by turning to God. Don't carry it around inside you. Take care of it that day before the sun goes down. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Settle it with God by prayer. The only thing we have to go by is the New Testament Bible. 
a realtor came across our path, and she said she was divorced, and she said she met a man that she hoped to marry. And she said she was a born-again Christian. She was a Jewish woman. We told her that if you marry after being divorced, according to the Bible, you will commit adultery. She said, oh, well, we have our own doctrine at church. Doctrine collapse. Your own doctrine? There's only one doctrine for the church, and that is the Bible. So don't be deceived. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable to us to correct our way, to reprove the way we're going. That is our security right there, those holy scriptures from the New Testament Bible. Now, I encourage you to read the writing that's attached to this podcast, for there are several things in it that you want to establish yourself by that I have shared scriptures from the New Testament. But the Old Testament's valuable too in the many promises of God. Also, it's valuable as an example for us so we can see what happened to them and what might happen to us if we choose to do what they did. In 1 Corinthians 10, all scripture is profitable for us as an example of what to do. So be sure to read the writing attached to this podcast. With that, I will close. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.